Have you ever wanted to surround yourself by amazing human beings who just understand you? People that speak your language, people that you can just bounce off amazing and deep conversations with? Well, in this podcast episode, we are bringing you not only the beautiful Shanice, who will be in a lot of these podcasts, but also two of our closest friends, Chandler and Quinn, who are part of this beautiful community that we've been able to cultivate here in the Tampa Bay and same Pete community. Guys, this episode is going to completely change your life. It is going to open up your mind. It is going to just drive out so many nuggets of wisdom that you're going to be able to take on and apply into your life and understand that there is a life out there that's way beyond the box that you've been living in. And that includes with amazing friendships and people that just get you. So Quinn and Chandler are actually part of a community that hosts immersive retreats. And these immersive retreats are pretty much conducted to help people unlock the higher realms to unlock the magic that they have inside of them and i'm telling you right now guys you guys hear me talk about it all the time we are magical so stay tuned in this episode to understand the true magic of your being as we collaborate with these two beautiful souls hello everybody and here we are with the beautiful shan we have Quinn and we have Chandler, and we are all here getting together to provide some amazing value for you guys. And the goal with this podcast is to just, dr- just drive out a message that's really going to impact your life and change your perspective around. So why don't we just give a quick introduction of ourselves, starting with you, Shan. Well, if you don't know me, I am Shan, co-founder of Body by Being and head coach and As you guys know, we're just really passionate about bringing more of the inner work aspect into health and fitness coaching. So we brought two really good friends who are all about the inner work too, so we can go deep together and talk about the importance of it. Let's do it. Yeah, ready for it. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for being here. And let's start off with Chandler. Yeah. So my name's Chandler and yeah, I've just had a crazy path. You know, like I've been, I started as an entrepreneur, building businesses, realized that monetary success wasn't exactly what was going to make me happy after I achieved the monetary success. And so I started learning how to do deep work on myself and understanding why I get mad or frustrated at certain things, started getting into yoga, started getting into meditation. And now I'm here, which now I'm hosting retreats around the world and immersive retreats help other people kind of dig deeper and kind of find their their purpose or what it is that lights them up yes awesome i love it and now you quinn yes um i'm quinn i uh am just like you guys a social entrepreneur that has spent his life on the journey of just growing um it started out financially like most of us and then it started to be we talked about this earlier but growing internally growing in ourselves and um as that started to happen i wanted to contribute that more to the world and so chandler jasmine and i um started something called the rising collective which i think we'll talk about more on this podcast um and yeah we're just maxed out we feel like it's something that the world needs right now and we're excited to contribute yes I love it. I love Mm -hmm. it. I love it so much. So as you guys all see, we all are very, very 
immersed in our inner health and our inner journey and we want to kind of like elaborate a little bit more on that as well to kind of give the listener a little bit more education on that so if you can kind of describe what inner work means to you what would that be Chandler? Um, I think inner work for me and when I the way that I identify that is just kind of addressing some of the subconscious patterns that run our day-to-day life and having awareness and understanding around them and then asking good questions about those Mm -hmm. subconscious behaviors. Are these subconscious behaviors such as getting mad in traffic? Is that something that's serving me or unserving? Is me getting frustrated with my partner? Why am I getting frustrated about my partner? Is that something actually that they're doing or is that a reflection of me and something in my past experiences of this life reflecting back at me. So trying to understand why I'm actually reacting the way that I'm reacting, because after, you know, 30 now, so after I've been doing this kind of work on myself for like consciously for about four years now, so that's 26 years of unconscious building habitual patterns and subconscious programming that will run your day-to-day actions. So that's inner work for me is just understanding those things and Yeah, just getting good at those questions. Yes, those questions that you can't really, that you really don't even want to ask yourself. The hard questions. The hard questions. Asking those hard questions. Yeah, (laughs) yes. The ones that we don't want to face within ourselves. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But they're the ones that bring us to the light. What about you, Quinn? I mean, I think it's pretty hard to uh, pass that definition. (laughs) (laughs) Subconscious program. Yeah, I would just say like, what I want to do is put that into a sentence, which is just changing negative habits to positive ones. Mm -hmm. And so it's up to you to identify what a negative habit is. You know, there's a surface level negative habit of eating bad food and changing that to eating better food. And then there's also a subconscious habit of maybe feeding into your ego, talking badly to others. And sometimes that's harder to identify. So the inner work um, is based off of you and that awareness of what you feel like is impacting your life and others' lives positively or negatively. Mm-hmm. Yes. And taking that. responsibility for it too. Mm-hmm. Taking responsibility for our habits because I feel like sometimes, you know, in the beginning of our journey especially, it's like, wait, like this is something that I've been doing for this long and mm-hmm. it's like that acceptance phase that we all have to go through with the inner work too. It's like, wow, this I was doing this for the 26 years, for the amount of years that mm-hmm. I was doing it and now it's time to like learn something completely different. Right. So that's what we really, like you guys know, we're going into about the health and fitness journey. It's like, you'll be on this hamster wheel of being on these yo-yo diets, on these yo-yo diets. And this is why we're so big on the inner work and understanding what habits you have surrounding your health and fitness journey and why this work is so important. If you truly, truly want to build your dream body or have your dream career, or have anything that brings you joy. It's all in the work that people aren't looking into. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're all bringing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're all like society's so focused on the outer work, right? No one really knows about the inner work. Mm-hmm. So being able to bring this to people is just so such such a passion of mine. And I feel like it's a passion for all of us because it's the stuff people don't talk about. And for me, I feel like inner work is mainly like tuning back to the emotions that we just shoved down for so many years because mm-hmm. we were domesticated that way, right? Like we were told that we can't really feel into our emotions. And technically, our emotions are energy in motion, right? So we spend our lifetime just seeking for outside energy, outer work, right? To just have all these... All this energy, whether it's coffee, whether it's this, whether it's that, but in reality, the inner work of releasing those stored old emotions that don't serve you anymore, that's what leads you leads you to the true energy that you have from within. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's like the most important part of this all. Like obviously, like everything that we said, it's like the inner work with the energy with like everything. The inner work is something that a lot of people don't yeah. have. Yeah. Yes. Don't. Yeah. 
understand. Like, yeah. like you nailed it right on the head. Like a lot really of people good. are doing the outer work. Yeah. They're always, always doing the outer work, whether it be like, I need to go get my job. I need to go get a car. I need to, I need a bigger house. I need mm -hmm. more friends or whatever. The Anything outer work. That they bring them Make joy. my body look different. I need to get know. in a new friend yeah. group. All of these different things. Um, all these different things um, are outer work. And I think for me, like there's so many layers on this inner work because when I was 26, I didn't recognize what inner work was. I've heard it before, mm -hmm. but I felt so happy, mm -hmm. I guess almost. It had, something had to show me that I wasn't happy essentially. It yes. had to show me what I was currently doing was no longer working yeah. or serving, serving me anymore. And so like being an entrepreneur and building these different businesses, like that worked for me. And then when I hit this pinnacle of what I thought in my head was success, you're like, wait, <laughs> I was like, well, the idea that I had of what success was like is not feeling because I've been chasing this emotional feeling hit it. And I'm like, it doesn't feel the way that I thought it was going to feel mm. that feeling in itself was very, uh, move this move, like, uh, very like, just like, What's it called when you like you're not like you're not in alignment? I don't know <laughs> the right word for it. Like you just felt uneasy about it. You're like, mm -hmm. wow, like there's something missing. My mm -hmm. life purpose. Past 26 years, yeah. I've been trying to achieve this financial success mm. or this this level, and now I'm here, and, and it I'm so feel young. Like I thought it would. Whoa! I thought this was the highest you can possibly go in life. What more is there? And yeah. so like then it becomes just kind of the low. It's like the come down. Um, after anything really where you're like you're feeling this high and you kind of come down from it and so i started working on that and started trying to understand like how those how those things are or how those things um how i can kind of get to the bottom of those those questions mm -hmm. and uh yeah there's layers to it there was a lot of layers to it because at first it was just it showed up as anxiety and depression yes mm -hmm. and yes. i was like well how do i just fix my anxiety and depression mm -hmm. yeah and then so i started looking up ways to fix anxiety and depression learn about breath work learn about different types of like mindful movement and then like you accomplish or like like get a hold and a handle over the depression and anxiety learn how to identify with it and then from there you're like then you start realizing there's other layers to it and like, it's just like, a, it's like even today, four years later, like there's always these other layers yep, yep. that keep showing up where I'm like, oh, that's something I want to ask more questions about. Like mm -hmm. my dog getting a little irritable and mm -hmm. snipping at me and I get triggered by it. Well, why am I getting triggered by it? Well, it's probably because I've been neglecting her. Yes. And so like, I'm not mad at her. I'm mad at me for taking those actions and not being what I define as responsible and taking care of her the way that I need to take care of her. And so like the reflection is exactly that and, and like, so like those are the questions and it's like understanding that you are getting triggered because i feel like some people don't even understand at first like that they are getting triggered like they feel angry but they're like they just feel like they're an angry person mm. like i know when i used to be like really angry a lot like i just thought i was an angry person like people would look at my face and like i wasn't always like this giddy like happy like smiley person like i i used to like look like there was something wrong with me all the time <laughs> literally. yeah yep. literally and i can attest to that yeah <laughs> literally so it's it's crazy because people would be like like why do you look so mad I'm like I'm not like I'm not and it would make me upset and make me mad that people thought that I looked mad because I just didn't have this understanding of like why I was like an angry person mm -hmm. and it's like sometimes I wasn't but most of the time I was because even when I was around other people it's like I just always felt so different and I just never really felt like I fit in the way that I like felt like I could and it just like I always like separated myself and it just put me in like this state and it wasn't until I started meditating and doing more inner work and working on myself that I was able to release that anger because it's like 
you're not stuck angry. You're not stuck anyway. So it's like understanding that like that anger was a trigger in me based off of my childhood. Cause mm-hmm. that's where a lot of it comes from is like our childhood, like most of the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Our mother and our father wounds definitely. Cause that's where everything started for us. You know what I mean? So it's like, when you ask yourself these these hard questions, it's also understanding where do these come from? Like, when was the first time I started feeling this way? And that's like, that's the work that's not so easy to face. That's the, the hard, deep inner work where it's like, okay, this is where this started happening for me. And it happened because of my mother and because of my father, the two people that I looked up to the most. Mm-hmm. You're telling me this right now. Like, those are the things you have to face about mm-hmm. yourself that you really don't want to face. And, and it's... It's hard, but it's so worth it Mm -hmm. because you get to release that anger and you get to release all the pain and you get to release for me. It was like, it still is. It's judgment. You know, like I grew up in a household where all I ever saw was judgment. My mom was always judging me. My, my family was always judgmental Mm -hmm. about our bodies, about Mm -hmm. what, the way we talked, we would go to a family member's house and then we would hop in the car and all we did was talk about the other family members. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And inside my, my little child heart. It never felt right. It always felt so wrong. But then I grew up and kind of the way that I coped with that was instead of me judging people all the time, it was like I always felt like people were judging me all the time. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like anywhere that I... And it still trickles. It's still a program in my mind that I still feel sometimes. And it's hard for me to connect with people on a deep level because I have that. Mm -hmm. So it's like that's like... That's just two little experiences right there. Mm, that that's goes, just two of them. That goes to show, like, there's these ugly parts of us that we don't like, but we're, like you said, we're not stuck that way. Mm. And this inner work brings light into that darkness, you know? Like, mm. finding that light within our own self really brings light into those dark aspects of ourselves. Mm. Yeah. Yes. It's funny because the trippy way to say it is, like, our, your, our soul's reflection in one another, right? Yeah. I mean, that sounds so trippy, but then when you say something like that, that's very detailed explanation of you judging other people than feeling judged yourself. Yes. Right? That's exactly what that statement is kind of getting at there, mm-hmm. is that you're not psychic. You can't, like, go into another person's body and nope. their mind. You can only have your own body-mind presence, right? And so whatever you're putting onto someone else, that's exactly what you do. You're putting onto that person, so it's coming from you. Mm-hmm. So you're reflecting your soul or your mind or your perception Ooh, into another, yes. another person. Yes, I like that. And there was something else that you talked about where like it's really hard to do the work. You go into these really negative situations in your life and you like rewrite them. Um, there's something to just I kind of always think about in regards to that. Sometimes it's not these really negative situations. Sometimes it's these really positive situations. Or sometimes it's these moments that maybe you were taught like an unproductive or a bad yeah. habit that spawned out because it was something that you did when you were comfortable or something that your parents, you know, for example, there was a gentleman I knew that uh, was going horseback riding with his mom, which is like a beautiful story, right? You know, like mm-hmm. you go to Disney World with your mom. She took you to Disney World. It's awesome right. time. But he fell like, uh, like when he was running. And his mom just like got super shocked, like, oh my gosh, you fell. And it, it rooted in him, in his life, that not to take risk, not to mm. like stray too far away from mm. the path, like not to, for instance, go off trailing, like that's scary for him, he would never do that. Um, he wanted to be safe. And mm. it, it just, it, needing that certainty reflected all throughout different aspects of his life. But it was finding that moment of like, could it have been a happy moment with my mom that was just disrupted, mm. right? And so it's all over in all different aspects. So like the work in general, super hard. Sometimes it's fun. Yeah, that's true. And it's
it's important also one big thing Making that I've that I've learned through this because like I dove super deep into this stuff, so I was like, this is hard work because yeah. that, that was yeah. my mentality. Yeah. But one thing I've recently learned is not trying to do the work. Right. It's letting it come to you. Yeah. But being open to different ways of allowing that in, whether it's meditation, whether it's like connections with others, whether mm. it's breath work, whatever it is, allowing things to just come because I'm open to that. Where I feel like a lot of people are not really open to that yeah. yet. But it's important to kind of like also like desire to do the inner work without trying to get into it so deep where yep. that's the yes. only thing you freaking do and it consumes you. Yeah. It's kind of having some balance with it. But I feel yes. like in everyone's journey is different. I feel like in order to find balance, you have to go in a little bit or maybe not enough. I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? But there is a balance in it where it's not so hard and you don't have to figure everything out. It really, it really does come when you're open to it. Yes. Whatever emotions are meant to come, like mm -hmm. whatever work you're meant to do, like it literally comes when you're open to it. It's just being more, I feel like more aware of like the type of conversations that you're having, you know, like what message is this person telling me because it's reflected from me, right? So what is, what is this conversation right now with you guys going to reflect back to me that can open a door to something that I didn't even know within myself, mm -hmm. you know, things like having that, that openness, yeah. that willingness to learn. Yes. Too. The willingness having that to learn. Willingness because it's like, we can't have that. I know it all mentality, especially mm -hmm. on this journey. Cause we're never going to always just know it all. Mm -hmm. Um, I was actually talking to Fabiano about this, how it's like, where are we really trying to get to? It's like, when you get into the work, it's like, where do we think that work is going to take us? Like, what's this ultimate destination point that we think it's going to bring us? Mm. When ultimately, it's always inside of us mm -hmm. now. It's like, why are we looking for it to bring us somewhere when we know deep to our core that the joy, the peace, the love, it's always available to us. But it's like, when we do get sucked, because that's what we did last year, we were like, to the freaking deep inner work. And it's like, when you're deep in it, you don't realize that like, it's good. It's okay to just allow it to come and not have to just look for every reason to just sit and do inner work. It's like last year, like when we were, you know, we would have days where we would have a full day and that's what we, our emotions were, it was just like so much emotions at once that it's like, we couldn't even have like a solid work day. Yeah. We'd have to like go in our rooms and like cry because yeah. I'd be like, Oh, there's another thing. Oh, you know? And like, now it's like, we have way more awareness around it. So it doesn't have as much of like a strong emotional charge as much as it used to. But it's like, I feel like every time it comes up, you let go of that emotional charge that it has on you and for the listeners for an emotional charge it just means when you are in a situation like let's say like you're arguing with somebody and you're you feel like a really strong feeling in your body and it's like deep hurt and like pain typically it's not just that situation that caused it it's an emotional charge that got set into you from like an experience that you had with somebody else so it got stimulated in that new experience and I feel like the more that that comes up and you face it, it doesn't have that strong, strong, strong emotional charge that it used to. Because mm -hmm. certain things used to like leave me feeling super like, <sighs> but now like if it pops up, I'm like, oh, I know that's inside of me. So I'm just going to move forward, like allow it, accept it and then just let it dissipate, you know, mm -hmm. like allow it to come up and let it dissipate because mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be so, it doesn't have to hold you so tight. Like it tries to cling on, but once you let it go, you just allow, it's like, that's how you move through life and just knowing that we are joy, we are love, we are peace. Mm -hmm. And all those triggers, it's just from the past. And the past just ain't even here anymore. So we just got to be aware that it's just the past and cool, it's a past moment. I'm moving forward. Yeah. The present moment is all there is. Yes. <laughs> There's a really yes. good point that I think we all kind of touched on and that's awareness. Yeah. Because when you don't have the awareness around something, that's when the subconscious programming that is... 
um, kind of like runs the show essentially. And so if you have awareness around, like you said, you have a thought that pops in your head, whether that be like, oh, I look fat today, or I don't like the way this looks on me, or I don't like this person, having the awareness to catch that, mm -hmm. storing that, you don't have to fix that problem. You don't have to, all you have to do is have the awareness around it. Yeah. Hold on to that thought and just put it into storage and carve that. time out for yourself on a daily basis yes. where you sit for 20 minutes, you know, this could be a meditation practice or a journal practice, but sit with yourself and record all these thoughts that you had mm -hmm. and try to reverse them and understand where they came from and then rewrite the story with affirmations with those stories yes. of what you told yourself, whatever that may be. And so on average, we're having, you know, I think Dr. Joe Dispenza says we're having 50,000 thoughts a day <laughs> in our subconscious mind. And so that the only way for that to possibly happen is that we have multiple thoughts happening all simultaneously at the same time. And those are dictating our behaviors and how we show up in the world. Mm -hmm. And so the second that we can catch awareness around some of those thoughts and then store those and then be able to confront them later on. Because I think what I see a lot or what I do see a lot is people will come and they have the awareness and they get triggered and then they need to solve the problem right then and there. And that's no way to live life is right. to try to solve a problem every time. It's 50,000 thoughts a day. There's no way you're gonna be, your whole entire life, you're gonna be just like working on all these thoughts and these subconscious patterns that are running through your head. Mm. So develop a practice around when you're going to confront them and talk about them, but don't let them run your entire life. I and I think there's another thing too is like, having the awareness around seasons. So last year, 2020 was probably a big season for a lot of people where their shadows or the things in their life that were kind of uh, maybe not the most serving for them, whether that been thoughts or jobs or people, we started to see that friction take place where those started falling out of their other people, like started falling out of their life or they started coming up as discomforts in a way. And understanding that there's seasons, you don't, you can be doing a year of hardcore work of like breath work and plant medicine and going on immersions and retreats and having mentors and coaches. But then there can also be another year where you're just living in total bliss. Yes. And so when you can have awareness that these things come in seasons and just having the awareness that it's a continuous ongoing journey, just enjoy the ride. Yes. Mm -hmm. Enjoy mm -hmm. the freaking journey. Enjoy the process. Mm -hmm. I feel like that was very, like, even healing for myself. That's what I mean by, like, the importance of, like, connection and stuff, too. I know. It was healing for me, too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Because I feel like that's that's super important. It's, like, making sure that you're not trying to figure everything out right then and there. And I feel like also another thing that can happen when you start getting into, like, spirituality and inner work is, like, at least for myself, I wanted to be this perfect spiritual person. So at any time that anything pops up that I don't like within my, in my head, in my own mind, I'm like, oh my God, why is that popping up? Like this mm -hmm. can't be here right now. Not in this moment. Not right here right now. This has to be for <laughs> later now. Not right now. So like, let me try to control this and let me try to shove it away and like yeah. not deal with it. You know what I mean? And then that's just like, that's just control right there. That's more anxiety. Mm -hmm. That's more like just trying to be perfect in a sense too. So that's why we are so passionate about just being, you know, like, create a life by just being having that awareness understanding it but not trying to be perfect and allowing your your path to just unfold i feel like that's where i'm at in my life is just having more grace and compassion with where i'm at not trying to be freaking perfect at everything that i do yeah you know well i feel like that is what ruins any good movement yeah <laughs> right any good because yeah. any, any there's positivity and 
any religion, like point the craziest one. Scientology, yeah. like looked into it. There's a lot of good stuff. What? In there. Yeah. What'd you well, say? Scientology. Scientology, craziest <laughs> religion. It's like a cult. <laughs> Never heard of Scientology? No. Oh my god! After this like podcast, yeah, we're gonna talk about that. It. It's like it's, they run all of Clearwater. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of the world. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Cruise. You, no, I don't know anything. Wow. About that. Wow. Okay, cool. Um, Can't wait. Look into it. It's, show note. It's a <laughs> we'll link it in the show notes. <laughs> This is not an ad. Um, Essentially, there was like a science fiction writer, and he's like notorious for just like writing like the most books, but they're all just you know kind of shitty books. Then you just write like stream of consciousness. Write this book. I don't care if it makes sense. Boom, science fiction. And so he made a religion where he like writes books and it's like this is how the world works. And it's like the most off the wall like you know aliens like in- insaneness. Like I'm not saying that aliens are off the wall, but the way that he incorporates it into <laughs> on the birth of humans is is nuts. And um, but what I'm getting at is there's positivity in some of the teachings that he made because this is what works for me, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just like Chandler said, kind of rewriting some of the negative experiences that you've had in your life. Like there's aspects of that in that religion. But what I'm getting at is that when you start saying, hey, don't talk to your family members that don't believe in Scientology. Um, don't live in your home. You're going to live in this place with us. And if anyone thinks you're crazy, you're going to completely cut them out of your life. Um, that is where you start getting like, okay, why? Right? Why are we putting people in this box and putting ourselves mm-hmm. in this box? Mm. And when you say, like, I'm trying to get, like, when you get into the spiritual community, yeah. you're like, okay, uh, what do they do? Do they wear, like, what burkas? What do the spiritual people do? Yeah, yeah, like, what are we, <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yes. yes. What do all the spiritual people do? Oh, yeah. Exactly. It's like, you stop, like, living your own life and all of a sudden it's like, oh, I'm sp- spiritual now you know what I mean yeah. like complete like shift and but what, is, what do they all do <laughs> I gotta be just like them yeah right this in the oh, past really? like this served us on a tribalistic standpoint because we're weak humans and compared to that jaguar that's lurking in the yeah, corner right yeah. but so we team up we like find people that we feel like are at the top of their tribes we train them like our ways this is what works for me let's do this as a team you know we know that a combination of us for, moving forward with the same goals and obstacles is going to help us accomplish that goal or obstacle right so we we developed it deep rooted over thousands and thousands of years but this is what it always makes me think about is we're evolving though right we're humans we are connected always. to god we're images of god if not god however you want to look Within at it we're, we're flowing from the universe however you want to look at it we're so powerful we yes. have people like alexander the great and steve jobs that are able to accomplish the amount of things that they do and the amount of time that you and i both have so we have the ability to just shift consciousness as a whole Mm -hmm. so we know that we can do that now so why live in a tribe or based off of a tribe right why Why don't we support each one and Mm -hmm. each person's journey within that community right so what are you doing how can i support that what are you doing how can i support that how can we just support each other not what are you doing Mm, you could do it a little differently this is how i do it this is what's gonna work for (laughs) you because this is what works for me yeah Yeah. exactly so i'm spiritual so it's like that like spiritual like bypass past stuff too it's like well I know the tools so like here use these tools and these are the tools that you should use Mm -hmm. and I feel like that I wanted to add to that because I feel like it's when we think about spirituality something that we always tell our clients too is just like think of it as just connecting with you connecting having awareness having like that self-awareness and that self-clarity 
because it's like nobody lives their like no one person lives their life exactly the same we it's like going within and knowing how do i want to enjoy and live my life something i journaled about this morning was that enjoyment looks different for everybody Mm -hmm. everything looks different for everybody so it's all about finding what works for you Mm -hmm. you know like just like in the diet culture and health and fitness industry there's not just one diet that's exactly going to work for you everybody's bodies are so different so it's all about finding what works for you and i feel like we can bring that back to spirituality because it's like how can we really support each other if we're not knowing our if we don't have our own awareness like we couldn't come together as a team if we didn't both do the inner work like the business would be so like i don't even think it would be run like this if we didn't both go within ourselves and be able to come together as mm-hmm. a team as like a little mini tribe and community for mm-hmm. our people Mm-hmm. 100%. Community is huge. Like, community has hands down been probably one of the most important things along this journey for me that has um, complemented my growth. It's, you know, like, there's there's so many, everyone has their own reality inside of their mind. You know, your own perception is the reality that you're living in. And I benefit greatly from having other multiple perspectives around me to be able to show me the way that I'm showing up in the world. Yes. The people that know what my core values are, my yeah, my core values are and how I want to be, I express these to my community and I count on them to hold me accountable and be like, hey, like you showed up this way, is that how you want to continue to show up? Mm-hmm. Not telling me how to be, but just bringing it to my attention and awareness because sometimes when you're actually living in the emotion, um, of whatever it is that you're living in, you don't have the complete awareness that you right. would like to have. Because you're now, now when you're getting into that emotional state mm. of whether it be joy or whether it be anger or sadness, you're caught in the emotion. You're not having the awareness around everything else that you might want to have awareness around. Mm-hmm. So true. Does that make does that mm-hmm. make sense? Yeah, hundred percent. And so your friends or your family or your tribe or your community can catch that, and they can also support you in guiding you and through different types of ceremony or they can be counsel that you can just they can just be the wall for you to express on because yes no one the only the best way to learn something or let me see how i say this the best way or one of the best ways like we lead ourselves to answers like we you can tell someone how to do something but unless it's their idea a lot of times people will be very resistant to it like it has to sound like a good idea to that person too and so if I'm just simply venting to you, Joa, or venting to you, Shanice, I don't need it. A lot of times I don't need an answer because as I'm talking, I'm you firing off different neurons inside of my mind and making solutions and solving problems on my own. Yes. I just need you to be the vessel to open up that safe container for me yes, to express. Space. Exactly. Yes. Well, yeah. that's space. Yes. That's what we're here to do too. Like as leaders too in, in this journey is like, when people, like for instance, with us, with Body by Being and stuff, when people come to us, it's not to tell them what to do. It's nope. to guide them home, mm-hmm. home to themselves, mm-hmm. yes. mm-hmm. home to their own answers, find their own light within their journey. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That's so, that's, that's the beauty of this all. It's that support. And it's like, how can you do that? You can't do that alone. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And like, I'm grateful that we did have each other during our journey, but we didn't have this beautiful community that we have now. No, yeah, we just like started like yeah in this community with you guys. Right. So mm-hmm. yeah, and as soon as we did, it was like boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Things that I didn't even know about myself that were just coming to light left and right from the moment that I met the tribe. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I didn't know we could feel so energized around people. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Like, yeah, we literally wow. went from like hanging out like in bars and stuff like all the time to like hanging out with you guys, and it's like the complete shift of just energy. Like even being in a bar with you guys is like a different kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's just crazy like how much light you realize that community brings. 
yeah. to like people because like before it was just us two and like Tara. Yeah, <laughs> that was like mm-hmm. doing all the work together, and we were kind of our our little egos would really like play really well with each other's egos. You know, our <laughs> dark sure. little shadows used to love each other. We were yeah. sure. So you know, like we didn't have much outside of that bubble to kind of like what you just said. Yeah. You know, shine light on things that that you didn't even know about yourself, or maybe get you out of that emotional right. state. You know yeah. what I mean? We were just all playing around in the same little dark bubble <laughs> together, but it was beautiful because now we experience that contrast. Right? That's another beautiful thing. It's that in this journey, like. Once you start immersing yourself in the inner work, it's beautiful because you can look back at where you were before and you can realize that you had a lot of contrast so that you can appreciate what you're getting from the inner work. You know what I mean? Like, it's so beautiful. Yeah. That's a beautiful part of this journey. Yeah. Wow. That's (laughs) good. It's like really full loop where it's like, okay, what is inner work? Right? It's like, okay, well, it's identifying. It's like, well, identifying, then we forgive ourselves, and then we go back, we rewrite, and then we start to do that across multiple different areas of our life. (laughs) As that time goes on, we reflect an image of ourselves and other people's. We hold higher core values for ourselves. So our standard is higher for who we want around us. Maybe we want open-minded people, growth-oriented people, friendly people, um, whatever it is. And so when our values, energetic people, when our values start to get there, now we're reflecting friendliness, open-mindedness, energy, right? And then you say, oh, before you know it, just out of nowhere, this community popped (laughs) up. And it's like, well, you guys were reflecting energy. Like, you guys were reflecting friendliness. Like, totally. Like, the minute I met both of you guys, I was like, who are these people? These are like little balls of energy, right? (laughs) So you, it's cool to hear you say, that like wow we ran into this community that has so much energy yeah. and it's like the community's saying that about you yeah. and that's what you're saying is a positive community or yes. positive yes. I love that yeah. yeah I like what you said about um and that was really well said bro like very very well perfect. said I love the way you put that <laughs> yeah together, I want to acknowledge that yeah, and thanks, see you man. for that that was awesome <laughs> that was gonna be yes. I see you <laughs> <laughs> So something that you said, Joa, that I think is really, really good is that when you get, so even like in this high vibe tribe, now we're getting comfortable with each other. And so you, uh, Tara and Shanice, what ended up happening is, uh, you guys were vibing really well with each other. And then you were playing off of each other's shadows, yeah. almost kind of like bypassing the shadows or you guys fed into them and really loved them. <laughs> yes. And like the best way that I could describe this is when Jasmine and I were prepping for our bodybuilding competition. Um, when we like, we developed a sweet tooth essentially, like when we wanted to cheat, like it felt really good to... Uh, go eat sweets together like the rest of the bodybuilding industry they're like no stay strict on stay strict on your diet like our coach is like don't don't cheat like don't eat sweets don't go to froyo don't go get a burger like none of that well it was like really fun and sneaky for us (laughs) (laughs) to like go get a burger from Burgerfy and then go get Froyo on the way home and then just crush the Froyo and like just stack it up and do that. And like, it just felt really, really good and bad at the same time. So we're, su- we're supporting mm. each other's shadows. Mm. And so another level of awareness is like, now that we are in this community, you go through all those stages, you get into this community. Now it's 
always kind of checking in to make sure we're all not feeding into each other's shadows or we're not bypassing each other's shadows or having this uh, this pleasure out of being within each other's shadows. Yeah, that, that's a good point. Yeah, especially yeah. with like the more people that there is that are doing all the inner work. It's like we have more awareness of other people's shadows We'll sync too. up. We'll all sync up yeah. uh, in our energies and we'll all sync up in our shadows as well. Yes. Yeah. And so we won't even see the shadows that aren't seeing it. So it's healthy to bring new people in consistently. Yes. It's healthy to be exposing yourself. Like don't create a bubble then block the rest of the world off always be open to new people coming in new perspectives and new uh new yeah new perspectives i guess Mm -hmm. i thought i had something else to add on top of that perception is everything i feel like that's the beauty of being able to have coaches and mentors and all of those things because maybe you are surrounded by all these friend groups that you don't even know are playing with your shadows Mm. you know but if you decide to work with a coach or hire a mentor or you know seek outside of just that that social group that you're in you can bring in that new perspective right Mm -hmm. you can bring in those those new that new light and then it can show you where your shadows are at so then you can really bring that into your social setting and be like okay is this serving me anymore is Mm -hmm. it not you know and kind of shine light in that area no that's a great point like this motto of mine is like you should always have three mentors you should have someone who you teach so maybe it's someone younger than you that wants to get into the fitness industry or maybe there's someone that wants to start hosting retreats but they've never done one before and then someone who's on like the same exact kind of journey in their Mm -hmm. life they're on that same like stepping stone Um, a co-worker in your job or for you it'd be you two Shannon Mm -hmm. Joa Um, and then someone that you are impressed by someone that you feel like is a little bit further along on their journey so three levels of mentor to kind of keep that knowledge uh, pushing and growing and evolving and so when you talk about having a strong community that can be that mentor on that peer like level that equal level and then hiring coaches is always extremely important I I want to emphasize hiring coaches paying money for coaches because when you spend money you value the object so when you actually if if it hurts you it's going to push you to grow they call it limiting beliefs for a reason Mm -hmm. if you feel like you shouldn't spend money on a coach that's a limiting belief right that's because you feel like you don't have the money find the money hire a coach they'll show you how to make more that's the Um, point yeah that's solid um got on a tangent there just very (laughs) essentially that was was really good Essentially, like very, very important to have that community, have someone you hire and then contribute. So the contribution does what Chandler just said. It allows you to open up to new people, new ideas, um, and not close yourself off in a group. So Chandler like loves to say this like statement. Um, it's find a community, you know, get comfortable, start creating, you know, share your talents in that community, get embraced by them, and then contribute so that we can contribute. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, once you work from being in the top 50 percentile to the top 10 you realize that you need to help the other 90 right and you realize that you need to contribute back to society because everyone and again this isn't telling someone what to do and forcing them it's just saying who wants to learn is there anyone out there that's willing to be taught what can i learn from you what can you learn from me and so just continuing to have that open mind and continuing to share your gifts no matter where you're at on your journey, whether it's the very, very beginning or whether you've been doing whatever it is and growing for 20 years, there's still value to someone out there. Yes. Having that energy exchange. I love that. So Mm -hmm. powerful. Being Mm -hmm. able to just like be back and forth like that and the tribe and everything. It's just, we all bring something so unique. We really do. And it's like, we could all help each other. Like we were all just saying before, and it's just so powerful. And that's why community and like doing the retreats and doing all these things are so freaking important on our journey because it's like, 
we're not meant to just do this alone. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we've become domesticated into thinking that we, I don't need that person or I don't need anybody. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it's our human nature to need other humans. Like, we do need each other. And I feel like there's been, like, a negative connotation on needing other people. Like, mm-hmm. we grow up and, like, our parents tell us or somebody tells us, like, you don't need that person or you don't need that person. So mm-hmm. we, like, start to wire it in in our own ways. But we do need each other. Mm-hmm. Like, we wouldn't, we wouldn't, like... Especially, like, we balance each other perfectly. Like, she's really good at, like, I'm, like, huge on, like, ideas. And she's really good at, like, putting the ideas on paper. Like, I'll tell her my idea. And she's, like, cool. Like, we can structure it out just like this. And I'm, like, boom. Like, it's perfect. Yep. So, she's really good. Like, she's really... And she's such a visionary, too. So, it's just so cool because, like, putting our things together, it's, like, that balance, that energy exchange. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so cool. I would, go ahead. I want to know more about how you guys... Because you guys work together. Mm-hmm. Right? And, like, yeah. I want to know more how, like, how you guys balance, like, you know, yes. your energies and things like that. Talk a little bit about that. I, I mean, you can yeah. say what you were going to yeah, say yeah, first. Yeah. But, like, go into that. Because yeah, that's kind of, like... Yeah. I don't know. I just popped through. <laughs> sure. Well, so I wanted to piggyback off of what you're saying, Shanice, is um, <clears throat> regardless of, like, how you slice the bread, like, humans need each other. Yes. Like, yes. that's what the collective is. This house was not... I did not build this house. There's other humans that built this house. There's mm-hmm. other humans that grew, helped, like, grow the trees that mm-hmm. were the support. There's other people who own cement companies that laid the foundation. Like, there's thousands and thousands of people that contributed to building this one individual house, let alone this whole entire system where we can go to the grocery store, farmer's market and get food. If you were to take yourself, I don't know if you guys ever seen the video or the uh, series Naked and Afraid. No. Is that mm-hmm. what it is? I think, I don't know, maybe not. Maybe that is. Where they basically, you're naked and they drop you off in the middle of the desert or they drop you off in the middle of Africa or in the middle of like the rainforest or like they drop you off in these random areas partnered uh there's like 10 people spread out like across like a 10 mile piece plot of land and basically like they're like here like you have one knife learn how to survive out here for the next 45 days and basically like the conclusion of this show it's like a series is like we can't survive alone like a human alone without any other humans around will die like when we're born we're codependent on our mother and so that shows us right from birth that we need each other and we are meant and designed to be Mm -hmm. continuously contributing to each other Mm -hmm. and across the collective and um it's a really it's really something that like i really think about often whenever i start thinking about like kind of what we're doing in society right now with uh, whether that be uh, the quarantine that kind of just like all happened and went down, everyone's like secluded in their own little homes um, and want to live the solo life or people want to exit themselves out of communities and tribes and things like that um, or exit themselves out of society. Like they still need other humans to survive. Yeah. Yes. yeah. That's good. That's a good mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> next, <laughs> question, next question was like how, how society. Yeah, how this lady. <laughs> so yeah. how, how, um, yeah. I, let, I mean, I guess you can lead with that. About balancing energy? Yeah, well, yeah. Well, like how you guys kind of, like, you know how like we said we need each other, you know what I mean? And like this this path right here, this journey wouldn't be the same without us working together. So how does that kind of mm-hmm. like go with you guys? And what exactly, so for the listeners to know too, what exactly is it that you guys are doing and how do you guys work together in, in, in your way? Absolutely. Cool, kind of. It's cool because this whole entire conversation just encompasses it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I feel like through having this Beautiful. conversation, we I explain what, what we do. We, you said something earlier, like we don't want to like teach people, like like in the sense of you don't want to stand up and there be a whiteboard say do things like this, this, and this, and mm-hmm. this. But you can lead by example, or you can build the space for people. And um, 
what we do is we host uh, immersive experiences, uh, retreats for social entrepreneurs, thought-driven leaders, people that want to uh, inspire, contribute, and create to the community. And um, again, these things are balanced. They're not, uh, hey, come here and you're going to meditate for 18 hours. There's, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. There's definitely meditation. <laughs> time and place. <laughs> time, time and place. But what right. we try to do here is have the, um, the water that you can dip your toe in um, and, and, and get access to all these different ways of living and different um, approaches to, to handling and doing the inner work. Um, but doing it with the community and doing it comfortably, immersing yourself in an environment where maybe those temptations that are usually there aren't there. And so you're surrounded by people that are elevating you. You're eating food that is elevated, meaning it is organic from locally sourced, um, cooked farm fresh every single day. You're doing activities that are highly, 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 highly um, thought of in advance down to the music, to the smells, to the activity itself, to the timing of day. And colors. And and colors, wow. everything. So That's beautiful. But we're not sitting you down and saying, we use the color orange because it blah, blah. You know, we don't do that. We just immerse <laughs> just you it. in the environment. You decide what you want to take. So it's really beautiful to hear like some of the testimonials from some of the people that have attended our retreats because they'll be crying and saying like I can't wait to go back home and journal and it's like, <laughs> it's like really you know but it's like yeah I just found myself like hiking alone on journaling on this beautiful view and it was so eye-opening that I can't wait to implement that on a daily basis wow. and then you'll find you know somebody like for instance myself who realized I didn't have to put a carb on every single plate I could double down on my veggies yeah. after the first retreat we hosted I was like well, if I can eat vegan, if I can eat vegetarian for an entire week. And what I did myself was I pushed that just a little bit further. So how long can I do this? I think it ended up going like close to a month and uh, personally didn't love it, but I found value and I found um, different aspects of it. So by immersing myself in the fully vegetarian and immersing yourself in an environment with people who support you, people who are vulnerable, people who are opening up, right? On top of doing activities that are good for your body, good for your mind mind, good for your spirit, it kind of just, you get back and you're like, well, what can I do? Can I implement cold plunging, right? Can I implement meditation? Can I implement journaling? Can I implement uh, spiritual kind of vision quest hikes? Like, what can I take from this? And um, this was an idea that I, I can't say Jasmine came up with it. I can't say Chandler came up with it. I can't say I came up with it. It's just purely, like God, the universe, however you want to put it, just pure alignment. The mm -hmm. way, and, and I know that sounds so like... Ugh, it's kind of ridiculous maybe to some people out there. <laughs> but it's true. But it's so, so true. true. Like mm -hmm. we were on a vacation together in the Smoky Mountains. It was beautiful just trip. Like we were doing yoga in the mornings. We were eating right. We were um, taking these gorgeous hikes. We were journaling. We were asking ourselves deep questions. We were setting intention. Mm. Um, and... You know, I noticed myself just crying like tears of joy like half the trip. Like, you remember that drum circle? Oh, yeah. It's hilarious. Like, I'm, I'm crack. I'm just like, <laughs> just cracking up and crying. And that's not something that I'd done regularly. I was like, there's something just crazy about like how right the alignment here. Oh, and that's um, beautiful. we were like, damn, like, 
maybe hosting like vacations for people, but that were extremely intentional. Um, and then as the idea started to develop, um, you know, Jasmine went to uh, yoga teacher training and um, my fiance at the time went to yoga teacher training. So Chandler and I were both immersed in, um, you know, the Ayurvedic ways of living, uh, chakras. Um, at the time I was in and out of like neuro-linguistic programming, Tony Robbins. So we're learning the different subconscious programming and then ancient teachings. And we're like, well, how can, again, we implement these with yes. massive intention and set a setting, an immersive environment for others where we're not saying, hey guys, again, come meditate for 18 hours, which scares people, where we're saying, hey, come connect and uh, see what happens. And people just love it. Our return rate is absolutely insane. Mm -hmm. um, it, it fills up our hearts like every single time, like fills up our souls every single time. And um, again, like I said, I learn something every single time. So it's so beautiful to get to connect with a community that you can learn from and get to provide an experience where they get to grow, you know, have breakthroughs, break that awareness. Bring that awareness exactly. Yes, I love it. I love yeah, when people that. come out, you know, it's like maybe they don't have this community. Maybe they're searching for community. Maybe they're searching for some healing. They come out and they're able to kind of just really again get immersed and be in a. You know, we get so caught up in the day to day actions of cool. I wake up, I turn my coffee machine on, and maybe I go like get dressed, take dogs for a walk, whatever your normal routine is in the morning. People get so used to that every day and day and day and day, and so we start becoming very automatic. We take you out of the out of your normal routine, and we say just surrender to whatever it is that we have set up for you, and we'll build a whole entire routine for you. So you're going through all these different types of modalities of you know whether it be breath work or whether it be just a communal expression circle, a static dance, um, or just like a simple journal prompt. We're taking you out of all those normal day-to-day -day things that you're used to, and we're stimulating your sense, all five different senses, and your emotional state in different ways, so that way you can create transformation, your own transformation. We're not the ones, you don't have to ever come to us and ask us how we're gonna, how, how you're getting transformed, or ask us <laughs> for advice. Like, we will we'll hold space for you, but we're just gonna walk you home and allow you to answer and transform on your own. We give you the tools to empower yourself to transform within and learn how to take that back home with you, find your community, whether that be the community you went out to the retreat with, some of these lifelong friends that you're gonna, or family that you're gonna connect with out there. Um, and then you learn how to build your own community, show up as a, a conscious leader inside of your community and be able to hold those same type of spaces for yourself so you can continuously transform within yourself and with your friends and your families and your communities. Mm -hmm. I love, I love that. Yeah. You guys are doing amazing, amazing things. I'm so blessed to like be part of this. You know what I mean? To be part of your 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 circle and yeah. just tribe and everything. So this was definitely alignment. Yeah, yeah 100%. Right. This was yeah. alignment too. It's so cool. So uh, what is, what's coming up for you guys then? Like what, what do you guys have planned that's coming up where people can actually show up and be a part of it? Yeah, I mean, well, we have Costa Rica coming up. Mm. If you're in the St. Petersburg area, if you're in the St. That's all, folks. We're done. Yeah. If you're in the St. Petersburg area, we host we host uh, experiences like small, like little pop up, like two, three hour events. We partner with people, but really, our main like where the real transformation is going to take place is at these immersions which is in june we're going to be going out to costa rica we'll be there Woo -woo. yeah so very excited to have you ladies out there um 
and I'm really excited for the whole crew is going to be out there. We have these like beautiful, you know, 200 year old Bali homes that are set up in the rainforest. We have geometric domes that are like mm. backed up to a sloth mm. sanctuary, waterfalls on property. Um, Costa Rica is probably one of the most just un or one of the least touched areas, I guess. Like they, it's a very, it's a very protected area. They have, they're not really like doing a lot of bad things, I guess, out there, like cutting trees down. There are some areas of deforestation, but the connection that you receive of being in nature and not being in a city of electricity and cars and uh, maybe like air pollution and things like that will just like completely shift you. But seeing a different culture and how they live their normal life, that in itself is massive uh, perspective shift. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, we're going to be out in Costa Rica. We'll be out there for five days, six nights, um, just basking in it. And we have some special guests that are coming out there. Top secret right now. But we will, yeah, we will be announcing those, I would say, what, next couple weeks? Mm -hmm. Those those come out. Ooh, I'm yeah. excited. Uh huh. So, yeah, that's, that's awesome. and then Sedona is going to be in November. That's awesome. Yeah. What are the dates for this? Uh, for Costa Rica, it's June 23rd to June 28th. Mm -hmm. And so if anyone is ever, or if anyone is interested in coming out, if you're coming out, I highly recommend staying like probably like four or five days afterwards mm -hmm. before jumping right back into Society. any, any <laughs> of our retreats. We definitely highly recommend, uh, taking four days, three, three days at least to just digest and integrate a lot of the things that took place. You don't want to jump back into the normal routine that you're just in and try to navigate those waters without having a reflective period because mm. then you'll just re you'll just you'll forget everything and you'll just jump right back into the routine and that stuff will go to the side. Six months will go down the road and you'll be in the same position where you started. Yep. I love that. Mm -hmm. Yay! Well, I can't freaking wait. Honestly, I've never been to a retreat before. Same. It'll be my first one. Yeah. <laughs> I've nice. tried like different yeah. modalities, journaling, breath work, meditation. I've tried it all and like separate little things. I took myself on a trip to Sedona, but I did like a mini retreat at the beach. It was like two days. Yeah. But I've yeah. never done an actual retreat. So I'm just beyond stoked to spend this time with you guys and just see what you guys got cooking. Yeah. It's going to be good. It's going to be awesome. Uh -huh. It's going to be awesome. You guys experience it. Yes. Yeah. You, um, you, they have a promo code or... Did you make one? Or? Yeah. Yeah, I have yeah, a promo yeah. code. Joe. Joe Fit. Yeah. So okay, cool. I'll link all of this stuff in the show notes as well. So cool. the listeners can get kind of more information and stuff like that too. What is the process that you guys have them go through? Like, do they just go through the website or mm. how does that, how does that work? Yeah, they can go on the website. Like, so um, you can pretty much see everything of what the event entails okay. when we send you the website and then uh, they'll pay for their ticket and we'll schedule a uh, a call okay, and cool. just basically so they can kind of start getting familiar with us and we also have an app that we're currently in beta testing right now that will get them plugged into there and that's where our community pretty much lives and that's where we're posting um, material leading up to the event that would be recommended to kind of go through to have you better prepared Ooh. for when you do show up i love that yeah such mm -hmm. good systems i love it you guys are awesome. <laughs> you guys are awesome. Awesome. You're awesome. <laughs> awesome. Humble, humble spirituality, right? Humble <laughs> yeah. spirituality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Find you some friends that just compliment the shit out of me, honestly. That's what spirituality We're really is. We're nice to each there other. Go. Okay. Yeah. Getting good at receiving. Yes. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Uh -huh. Um, But... I feel like we're in a good place. Yeah. yeah. So we'll link everything below on the show notes if you guys want more information. And where else can they find you guys? Instagram, 
Um, that's pretty much where our main form of, uh, I guess, like connection outside of being inside of our, our app. Um, well, just keep an eye out on our Instagram pages for when that does release and people can start kind of like learning more about it. But my handle's at Chandler Jericho. And um, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And then uh, mine's at Quinn Ryland, R-E-I-L-A-N-D. And our company, The Rising Collective, is just like it sounds... The Rising uh, Collective. Should I spell it? <laughs> <laughs> I'll link it all below. Okay, cool, if cool. they really want it, we can link it below. Cool. I like, never know if it's like spelling it. T-H-E. Yeah. <laughs> no space. No space. Yeah, and you guys all know where you can find us, bodybybeing.com or at bodybybeing on Instagram or at underscore Joa Fitness or or <laughs> fit by Shan underscore. <laughs> and thank you guys so much for tuning in. We love you so much and we will see you next time. Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo.